everyone. I am excited to be wrapping up the year with a four-part mini-sode series. Episode one is all about ways to overcome burnout. So I'll be sharing four ways and um, steps that you can take if you're experiencing burnout or, you know, maybe you haven't and that is great. And if you do encounter burnout, you can apply these steps and it'll get you out of that burnout and in a better space that helps you find more harmony in your day-to-day life with all aspects, you know, because we, a lot of us are juggling our friends, family, career, passion projects, hobbies, and there's a lot of places that we give our energy and people we give our energy to, especially in moments when it might be like busy or chaotic and it can be easy to get lost just in the day-to-day. And I've definitely experienced that in my 20s working in New York City and, you know, hustle culture. And I'm 30 now. And because I am so ambitious and I also can be impatient and wanting things done, you know, that is a positive thing, but can also lead to burnout and that feeling of burnout. I mean, I don't think anyone loves to feel burnt out, but Personally, when I get to the point of being burnt out, I feel like my brain is just kind of foggy and I'm, I want to be giving my energy to things, but I'm just like tired and whether that's mentally drained or physically drained, it's just not a fun feeling. So hoping that sharing these tips and ways that I overcome burnout will help you if you're listening. So step number one is to reflect. And that means like evaluating how you're spending your energy. And the goal of evaluating how you're spending your energy is so that you can find the cause of the burnout. Sometimes it can be, you know, one thing or multiple things, but understanding what is the root of that burnout is really important. So that way you can create a plan and really also learn from like trial and error sometimes nothing is perfect but learning from challenging moments i think is really important and is crucial to growing as an individual and as people so when you are feeling burnt out or even feeling like you're approaching that you're going to be burnt out i recommend that you take a night or even 15 minutes, 10 minutes, sit down and reflect with yourself, whether it's pen to paper, I highly recommend like a notebook and really like start to jot down like how you've been spending your energy. Like what things have you been doing? Where have you been giving your energy so that you can start to see what might be a driver of this burnout. Once you've done that, the next step is to plan create an action plan and write down how you want to spend your energy. So it's important to consider all aspects of your life and how you like personally what's important to you and how you want to be spending your energy. So, you know, considering friends, family, your work, any like hobbies or interests, anything that's important to you that you want to make sure you're giving your energy to. And oh, as you're considering these, all of these aspects and making this plan, something to also consider is, do you need to change any of your habits or routines in order to, you know, bring this plan to life and actually like set yourself up for success? So 
that might be a no, you don't have to change any habits or routines. And it's likely that you may need to change some habits and routines. And that's okay because, you know, there's always going to be obstacles and challenges, but it's important that you also feel and take control of your own life so that you can feel like your best self. And, you know, this is going to vary depending on what you're dealing with that's causing the burnout. But it's important that you at least try to make an action plan that is going to better serve you and help you get away from feeling burnt out and closer to feeling your whole self and just, you know, wanting to start each day knowing that you're starting it with an open mind and perspective and gratitude and potentially disgruntled or just, you know, exhausted and feeling like, there's so much to accomplish in the day and you know how is it all going to get done I know that that can be like an icky feeling so making a plan writing it down I highly recommend in a notebook and for now this is just a plan you know you're not necessarily putting it to action yet the next step is to put it the plan into action so this is going to be different for every person as to how quickly you put the plan to action, but I recommend that you can put it to action as soon as possible because it's very likely that if you're at the stage of feeling burnt out already, something needs to give and you need to shake up your routine or something so that you can just feel better and, you know, bring your best self. So, putting that plan to action and checking in with yourself, I think at least once a week so that you're making sure you're taking proactive steps to avoid burnout. Typically, I would say like maybe when you're pivoting and, you know, goal setting in a way, you maybe would check in like once a month. But personally, I I know from experience when I'm at the point of burnout, I'm kind of like a little bit more irritable. Maybe I'm definitely more reactive and just mentally drained sometimes. And it sucks to feel that way because I feel like doing the simplest things I'm used to doing or even like maybe family activities, I'm just like not fully present you know, because there's only so much mental capacity in my brain or even my energy that I have to give. And I don't love that feeling. So put the plan to action as quickly as you can. And if you are single or you are in a relationship or you're, you know, a parent, if there's anyone else that needs to be involved in that plan that you're putting together share it with them so that they can help support you in whatever way is needed to help you get to a better self because you know when you are your best self and you're bringing that to the day I feel like that's also impacting the relationships and honestly the vibes that you're giving off and probably the um experience that is being had you know with you and people around you so as you make this plan this exercise that i learned from another podcaster emma who has a podcast called the creative edition highly recommend it she is a full-time creator and she has so much great content and tips and advice but she mentioned a 168 hours essentially as we all know there's seven days a week and there's 24 hours a day multiply seven by 24 that's how we get 168 hours in a week 
And what you want to do is take 168 hours and subtract time for sleeping, eating, you know, the basics and essentials like showering and all of the basic necessities that you kind of have to do in a day and use the remaining hours to create a new schedule, like to gut check the schedule that you and action plan that you put together. Um, so you, what you want to do is identify where your time is going. And especially if you're feeling like you have no time, because I have been a culprit of this where, you know, I want to do all these things in a day or a week, but then you look at how much time you actually need to maybe accomplish them. And you're like, how is this physically possible? You know, unless you're burning the midnight like oil and not getting enough sleep and, and that's not good because sleep is so important. So I highly recommend practicing this exercise. And especially if you're feeling like you have no time, that way you can really like gut check the plan that you've created for yourself is feasible and doable within the hours that you actually have to do them. And if there are things that you want to do, but don't have, you know, the hours in the day to do it, I would say try to prioritize like what is going to fill your cup up and help with your mental health most and what is a priority to you and the rest of it will be figured out along the way. But it is a great exercise. I highly recommend after you've developed your action plan and you have your schedule, make sure that you take some time for self-care. This is the final step because self-care is so important. You know, this is something that really came top of mind, I feel like, for society in the pandemic and COVID, especially first wave. And I know from my experience working in, you know, a creative agency, I had clients where we were creating a ton of self-care content for social media because people just honestly needed ways on how they could practice self-care. I feel like it's been something that's like kind of talked about in the past, but it's so top of mind now. And I think it's also something that needs to stay top of mind you know, the world has changed indefinitely. There's so much going on between, you know, politics and global warming and the environment and the economy and self-care should be an essential part of your routine at some point in your week and life. Um, and there are lots of different ways to practice self-care. So the final step is to pick something that works for you and you can try different things. If you have anyone in your personal life that is great at pr practicing self-care, hit them up, ask them for advice. I feel like especially people that practice self-care, I feel like they are some of the best people to ask because they know how important it is to incorporate. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram. If you want any self-care tips, I am a huge advocate for self-care. Some of the ways that I practice self-care, it varies. Like it can be an hour or it can be 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be this 
whole like day of self-care it can be if you know you have the time for it and that's a priority to you like you do you I think that's amazing but if you are just looking for small ways to practice self-care some of the ways that I do that are a simple under eye mask or full face mask I put on on the weekend in the morning put that on have my cup of coffee wash my face afterwards sit and watch some tv also like scrolling honestly through Pinterest sometimes for inspiration and looking at home decor is a way that I practice self-care and scheduling it as well. So if you want to make sure to fit it in your schedule and you are on the go and feel like your time is limited, I would try to schedule, you know, small moments of self-care. You know, crafting and painting has been a way that I practice self-care over the years and Something that I'm trying to embrace um, now is also journaling. Having that outlet is so important for, you know, I think our mental health and our ability to also really stay in touch with ourselves and with our like emotions and just with our souls and hearts because I feel like it's so easy to just get caught up in life and feel like, you know, there's no time and especially no time for yourself. So find what works for you. The smallest act of self-care, it can be enough and it's a great start. Let's all help each other overcome burnout. I think that hustle culture is slowly dying out. I hope that we'll get there eventually, but, you know, in the meantime, applying these steps and ways to overcome burnout should help you hopefully avoid it in the future, and if not, better manage it when you are dealing with it. So, hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening, and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.